In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in, to kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the March 4th edition of Weekly Signal's Weekly Review, a reality-based mash of contemporary events compiled from the world's great newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Hussein Kaspar. And now, the news. Responding to rock attacks on Ashkelon, the world once the largest seaport of Canaan, mm-hmm. Israelis sent tanks, troops, and fighter jets to northern Gaza. 54 Palestinians, 8 of them children, and 16 of them militants, and two Israeli soldiers died in one day of fighting. Israel's Deputy Defense Minister, Matan Vilne, Mm-hmm. I guess that's it. Close enough. Close enough. It looks like a Vilne. If he was French, it would be Vilne. Yeah. Said that the Palestinians were risking a Shoah, the Hebrew word for duck and cover. Well, unfor- unfortunately, unfortunately, or it's perhaps a, big disaster. Yeah, or or big disaster. But I think that's <laughs> a that is a a generous interpretation. In fact, most mm-hmm. Israelis, most Jews, most people who know the word. Associated with the word Holocaust. With Woody Allen. With, with, no, with Holocaust. What? I thought they did associate it with Willie Allen. Well, I don't know. I, why you, I don't even know Woody why you'd Allen. say that. I don't even know what that means. I, I okay. understand. <laughs> well, look it up. I will look yeah. it up. Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas mm-hmm. described Israel, Israeli raids as more than a Holocaust. And as the number of Palestinians dead rose to 100, suspended contact with Israel. Mm-hmm. So it looks promising over there. Yeah, it does. I'm it's glad. Funny. I'm glad Bush <laughs> paid a visit to the Holy Holy Land. He seems to have calmed them down a little bit. You know, the main I, to me, the main purpose of Bush going to uh, Saudi Arabia, Israel, where else did he go? Somewhere else was it, he didn't go to Iraq. Sea of he, Galilee. Did he stop in Iraq when he went out to the Middle East? I don't think he did. Because whenever he goes I think, there, I think he, he had goes brunch. there. He goes in Iraq. In Iraq, when he usually usually when he's gone in the past, he shows up in the dead of night with you know fifty attack helicopters and uh-huh. a phalanx of you know a couple hundred uh, troops, and here and uh, but he went over there. He gave uh, Israel thirty billion dollars. He gave yeah. the Saudis twenty five or thirty billion dollars. He didn't go need to go over there. Couldn't he have just uh, you know done just, it on his couldn't card? He have, couldn't he have done a, a, a one of those yeah, Catholic uh, change right in his card? Yeah, or one yeah. of those uh, Western. Hey, uh, I mean, hasn't he heard about PayPal? PayPal, any, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Western Union, you know, although they take like 15% if yeah. you do that. So That's true. Maybe that was the problem. That was the problem. He it was figured, like a, he figured, like well, a let's bucket see. of cash he took <laughs> exactly. over there. So I, that was the reason he went there. And, uh, you know, he went over there to say, sorry about the Iraq war. And when, by the way, here's $30 billion. Hope that helps soften the blow. Yeah. The federal government is weighing a Utah company's request to import large amounts of low-level radioactive waste from Italy. Nice. A, uh, a step critics say would lead in the United States to become a nuclear garbage dump. If approved, the company would ship up to 20,000 tons of metal piping, sludge, wood, contaminated clothing, and other mildly radioactive material from oh, Italian well. nuclear power plants to Tennessee. Uh-huh. Process most of it, then dispose of the remainder in Utah. Well, now you're getting somewhere. Yeah. Now you're talking. <laughs> yeah. Which accounts for Mitt Romney. Yeah, which accounts for... It, it would be, by far, America's <laughs> largest import of nuclear waste. Okay. Wow. Yes. Well, but are we getting away from Iraq? Because I did want to bring this up. 
the Iranian president. You just wasted 10 seconds. Mahmoud Aminajad. Well, Mahmoud Aminajad's coming up. Oh, because we're talking Plunging. about nuclear. Okay, I'm sorry. What? Sorry. Does everything have to be in order with you? We went. We were in the Middle East. You have to go. You have to stay I, I, in the I just, Middle I, East. You know, I didn't. Wasn't. It's adequate. a big story. I mean, I wasn't. People adequate. are not paying attention to the fact that we're now accepting I nuclear waste from other countries. I wasn't potty trained, and so things half properly. Plunging bilateral to relations be, to a dangerous to low. Mm-hmm. Venezuelan President Hugo oh, Chavez yeah. ordered tanks and ten battalions to the border with Colombia and closed his embassy after Colombian troops killed a high-ranking Colombian guerrilla on Ecuadorian soil. It looks bad there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't understand. This seemed to go from zero to 60. Like, what happened here? Those Colombians have been battling for they have hot Latin two or three decades now. They've been is. going at it. Uh, they must have been crossing. It's pretty common knowledge. They've been going back and forth across the uh, the borders when they when they were seeking sanctuary. Hot Latin tempers. They were <laughs> hot Latin tempers. I've gotten thing, in the Mike. way. They, that's what it is. I, I don't understand. I really don't. I'll have, we'll have to look into this. Why Are you going to talk about Mahmoud Ahmadinejad? No, I don't care now. Mahmoud Ahmadinejad. Yeah. No. He, I, he went to Iraq. Yeah. I just, this is the guy that comes from Iran. Yeah. He's the big deal president over there. Yeah. Well, we, I, when, can, when Bush goes to Iran, he has to argument. sneak in. Yeah. Or Iraq. When yeah. he goes to Iraq, he has to sneak in. Sneak in. Late at night, bring a plastic carve up turkey. A, car, yeah. Carve up a plastic turkey and get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. yeah I know. So, uh, so. But, yeah. Ahmadinejad shows up. Yeah. He meets with Iraqi leaders. Everybody's hugging and kissing. He's walking the streets of yeah. Baghdad. And, and he doesn't wear a flak jacket. He doesn't wear a flak jacket. He wears a nice suit. <laughs> he's, he's walking around. Now, now I'm, no fan, are, I'm no fan of this guy. I think he's a dangerous leader in, in the world. Mm-hmm. I think he's trouble. But he looks good. But he looks, he looks like a million bucks. No, I'm saying, what, what, is, what is, if you, you know, for those people who don't like to read, just take a look at this show and tell. Yeah. You got the president of Iraq, Iran, who Iraq waged an eight-year war. A million people died back and forth. It was bloody and horrible. So there's hope. And he shows up, yeah. walks the streets of Baghdad without a flak jacket on. Uh-huh. There's something terribly wrong with this picture and, and our involvement in it. During a meeting with Iraqi Prime Minister Nouri al-Maliki? Yeah. Ahmadinejad accused President Bush of exporting terror (laughs) and said six years ago there was no terrorism in our region. As soon as strangers put their foot in the region, the terrorists came here. Well, that's wrong. I mean, that's disingenuous. That's wrong, of course. I mean, we're not here to defend. Of course it's wrong, but this is what he said. Yeah, of course. That's That's not wrong. That what you said isn't wrong that he said it. Yes. What's wrong is what he said. This is what the news is. Pretty much is reporting know, on what. But I can't help myself. Things. I'm the guy sitting in front of the TV. I'm throwing popcorn at the TV screen when the people say these things. I'm that guy. Thank God I have a radio show. That's He's all I can spinning. tell you. Yeah. He's the Carl Rove I, I, of Iran. I understand. Turkey withdrew its troops from northern Iraq after a week long offensive against Kurdish PKK rebels. Yeah. So Turks out of there. Yeah, they were there a week yeah. and they killed 800 people or so and got the hell out. Newly released records obtained through a Freedom of Information Act request contradicted the 9-11 Commission's report on the September 11, 2001 attacks and raised fresh questions about the role of the Saudi government Go in on. connection to the hijackers. Go on. I don't know. Well, that's, that's, that's pretty much what, they're, what they've said. There's been some time uh, controversies, too, as to who knew what, when, where, 
where the uh, guys in San Diego remember those? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, when they showed up, yeah. and it's it's just odd that these things would be contradicting each other. Just, I'm not saying just, this just is to a refresh people don't but, know, but many of the hijackers lived in San Diego in the same apartment uh, yeah. or apartment building at least, and also what I read a long time ago is it true? I remember. I mean, I it's that an FBI agent was tracking them and lived in the same yeah. building yeah. at the time, which. You know, for the conspiracy people, they're they're saying, well, that's proof of a conspiracy. In fact, it just may have been proof that they were investigating these guys. I don't yeah. know which that is, but but uh, so there's some timeline discrepancies. I think it's more interesting though that, yeah, uh, yeah. that and I didn't catch exactly why they suspect that yeah. there's more uh, of more a role for the Saudi government, but. Well, for crying dimes, seventeen of was it? Seventeen of seventeen the nineteen, of the 19 were, uh, were were or fifteen, were seventeen, nineteen, whatever. Yeah, yeah. At least fifteen of the hijackers <laughs> of the nineteen lot. hijackers yeah. were Saudis. If you if you had said who here is Saudi, yeah, they would most of them would have raised their hand. Uh huh. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and and the yeah, uh, uh, and of course there's those eighteen pages in the report that were redacted. Concerning Saudi Arabia and their involvement, that we uh, we'll st- we do not know to this day what was said. I'm going to go to Russia now. Is that okay? <laughs> it's perfectly in okay. Russia. Vladimir Putin. Okay, go ahead. And pick successor yeah. Dmitry Medvedev. Very good. Who's also a film critic here in the states? Yeah, he is, and I think he's a crappy film. Uh, film well, he's critic. just so conservative. He's a jerk. Yeah, yeah. I would never elect him. Pompous windbag. Uh, he is a pompous windbag, as your daughter might say. Anyway, yeah. Dmitry Medvedev yeah, yeah. won in a landslide victory to be mm-hmm. Russia's next president, but independent election observers said that the vote was flawed. Of course, they questioned the overall fairness of the election. Which I mean, yeah, it was pretty much ramrodded through. Yeah, you, this you, guy's, I, it looks like you couldn't vote for a couple of these parties. There were significant players. He's Putin's poodle. He is Putin's poodle, yeah. and he's expected to announce that uh, Putin will be the prime minister. He's going to appoint him prime minister. So he was out there long enough to get that done, and I, it sounds like Putin will just assume a much greater role. I think I might change my last name to Putin. <laughs> Nathan Putin. Putin. It was reported yeah. that President Bush's proposed budget for next year wants to increase spending on every major category of our government's nuclear program except one. This is true. It's not just reported. It's true. Yeah. They are going to increase every major category of our government's nuclear program except one, cleaning up the toxic waste. That is just... Yeah. They want more funding for weaponry, energy, science, and management, but they're going to spend $800 million less on cleanup at the 20 federal nuclear sites. Is... I'm sure it's... You don't have it there. What would be the justification? What would be the possible... Putting all ideology aside, putting all just the practicality of not wanting. We're not going to give up money. the our uh, lifestyle, as Cheney says, yeah. our American lifestyle. We need energy. No, that's true. Remember Ari Fleischer when they were Fleischer when he was the uh, spokesman for the White House, and they were talking about uh, conservation, raising the the cafe standards for automobiles, and that that was their that was his response. According to the vice president, according to the vice president, we should not. We're not going to give up our lifestyle to uh, uh, recycling. That's why you said it, Mike. Re- I just don't make okay. these things up. I know recycling is a choice, and according to uh, to who? Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney. Yeah, it's a lifestyle it's, choice. It's kind of like abortion. Well, it's kind of like what they say. They, that's what they say about gay people. It's a lifestyle choice. These it is? people are despicable. It's hard not to it, being it, gay is like recycling. It's yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's <laughs> not, <laughs> yeah. 
That's good to know. Yeah, that's good to know. Uh, now, which can, barrel do you put it in? Can, can, we go, can we go to Conspiracy Corner for just a second? Sure. All right. Military contractor aims to buy Diebold. <laughs> this would be United Technologies Corporation is attempting to buy electronic voting machine company Diebold. Yeah. Diebold is an uh, is unsolicited uh, bid of $2.6 billion to Diebold. They're one of the largest uh, military contractors in the country. You say Diebold, I say People. Diebold. No, no. That's right. I just think, and so that'll mean the military will, will I just, be I don't taking want, care of the I don't voting want, machines. I don't, yeah, I don't want, yeah. <laughs> this does not sound good. Uh, you know, when you go into your, next time you go into the, to vote, you've got an, a, uh-huh. a, a armed, you know, Navy SEAL standing there and handing out your ballots. I, I don't know. I don't know what that, I don't know <laughs> what it means exactly. <laughs> Try and do a seal. Yes, that wasn't a good seal. Attorney General Michael Mukasey yes. refused to refer the House's contempt citations against two of President Bush's top aides to a federal grand jury. Mukasey said White House Chief of Staff Josh Bolton and former presidential counsel Harriet Myers, or I call her Mears, <laughs> committed no crime. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi saying that the aides can expect a lawsuit. She said that. She wasn't saying it. She actually said there's a lawsuit at hand. She said that. Yeah. So oh, you've yeah. got some, the House Speaker is chucking things at Mukasey, Mukasey's chucking things back. He's saying, we're not going to look. And he's head of the Justice Department. you think it would be the other way around. Yeah. you think the Justice Department would say, we want to look into this, and Congress would be going, I, I don't know, we've got to work here, we've got to move on. Honestly, if we're, we're talking impeaching the Vice President, I know people have been squawking about that for a while. Uh, I think we should impeach Charles Schumer and Dianne Feinstein, because these are the two clowns. That's that's what they are. They're clowns who got Casey through the uh, nominating process through the Senate mm-hmm. and gave us this guy. Sorry. Yeah. After promising last year to search its computers for tens of thousands of emails sent by White House officials, the Republican National Committee informed a House committee that it no longer plans to retrieve the communications by restoring the backup tapes. It says we're not going to do that anymore. The White House said this? Republican National Committee. Now, oh, that's right, because the, they went through their gonna, servers. Yeah, yeah okay. they're just not going. They finally put it in. They're, they're not going to even gonna, try. They're yeah. not going to go through with the uh, restoring. Of well, the you tape. know, this sounds like a job uh, for the Attorney General of the United States to maybe get right on this. Yeah, doesn't it seem that like that'd be something idea. that, if we had an enforcement officer, a, pr- a person, the head enforcement officer of the he, United he States of America, the GOP and should say, be able to say to these people, yeah. "Well, I don't care what you want to do. Yeah. This is what you're going to do, and if you don't do it, you're all going to jail." Yeah. That seems just crazy as it sounds. It seems like that would be his job. There are laws against this there kind of behavior. There are laws against subverting the judicial process. Another high-ranking Bush administration official has resigned. That would be Dennis Daniel Cooper. Sorry. No, he's Undersecretary okay. for Benefits. Because I know Dennis. And I, Department he, of Veterans Affairs Undersecretary for Benefits. He quit amid mounting criticism over a backlog of disability claims for injured veterans that runs six months, six months long. Uh, and uh, uh, an appearance he made in a fundraising video for an evangelical Christian organization where he said the Bible, uh, studying the Bible was more important than doing his job. Well, that's the Which, kind of I people, mean, it, that's, those are the people you want in charge of government. Those are the, that is that was a trick question. That's the caliber of people. Yeah, that was a trick. Obviously, it's a yeah. trick question because hey, people are God literally probably literally could be dying because they're not getting the money to take care of themselves yeah. because they served this country, paid the high price of being disabled in service to this country. I mean, come on, let's get our priorities straight. We'd much rather see them reading 
uh, the uh, yeah. revelations or what's the what's the one where everybody dies? It's revelation. Is that revelation? That's what I was going to bring yeah, that yeah, up yeah, too. Yeah. He's too busy. Yeah. Finding out about uh, the uh, yeah, we're the rapture. All, we're all we're all going to die. That that's the Bible. Well, that's we're not the all book gonna, we He's not going to die. Well, he's not. We're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Agriculture Secretary Ed Schaefer speaking before God. Congress following the recall of 143 million pounds of beef packed at the Westland Hallmark plant in Chino, Chino California, Chino refused to support an outright ban on processing downer cows for food, even though such cows are by definition too weak or sick to stand. So this would be our Secretary of Agriculture. Well, of course. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be my standard response. Well, of course that's true because after all, we should be eating meat that's tainted with, you know, tainted meat that could in fact begin to infect the United States citizenry of uh, with mad cow disease and. Don't I, change my lifestyle. Yeah, I don't change. That's a lifestyle choice to eat meat. The World Health Organization announced that virtually untreatable drug-resistant tuberculosis can now be found in 45 countries with a half million new cases each year. That would be drug-resistant tuberculosis, That's in case just, you missed the first yeah, little I, I didn't miss that little bit. Untreatable drug-resistant uh, tuberculosis. I was wondering why you were so happy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Popular antidepressants, including Prozac and Paxil, yes. have little impact on most patients, according to a comprehensive review of newly released data from trials that were conducted before the drugs, before the drugs were approved in the U.S. No. So they did the test. Yeah. They found out they were worthless. They approved them. Of course. <laughs> No, I mean this is. And where, where where was the FDC on this? Where's the federal? Uh, dr- I mean, the don't food be drug messing and, with my lifestyle. F- if I want to take useless I said drugs, that wrong. FDA. What? Pardon me. If I want to take useless drugs, yeah, it's my right as American That's citizen. Right. It's a lifestyle choice. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Charles Barber. Let me write that down. Yeah, Charles Barber. Yeah, well, let's get on him about that. Why can't we take useless drugs? Lifestyle. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What are you? You know, what sort of a what sort yeah. of communist are you that we we can't take drugs that placebo don't do anything that don't do any actually cause harm yeah. more harm than good? What's wrong with that? Uh, under pressure from the chemical industry, yeah. the Environmental Protection Agency dismissed toxicologist Deborah Rice, an outspoken scientist who chaired a federal panel responsible for helping the agency determine the dangers of flame retardant widely used in electronic <laughs> equipment. It's a lifestyle choice. It's a lifestyle choice. (laughs) Oh, Uh, my God. Oh, here's a good one, too. This is the big report last week. More than one in 100 adults in the United States is in jail or prison, an all-time high. That's a lifestyle choice, too, by the way. Apparently, it is. The statistics, when you break them down, are really Uh, quite telling. Go ahead. An all-time high that is costing state governments nearly $500 billion a year and the federal government $5 billion more. With more than 2.3 million people behind bars, the United States leads the world in both the number and percentage of residents. It incarcerates leaving far more populous China a distant second. Let's break it down, shall we? One in, 100 and, one in 100 and, 100 and in 350 white women are in jail. One in 56, 36 Hispanic men are in jail, uh-huh. and one in 15 black men are in jail in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Well, wow. One in 15. Wow. Holy. Okay. Immigrants are far less likely than the average U.S.-born citizen to commit a crime in California. Mm-hmm. According to a report issued by the Public Policy Institute, 
people born outside the United States make up 35% of California's adult population, but account for 17% of the prison population. Just to give you an idea, mm-hmm. you know, when, when people are looking suspiciously mm-hmm. at foreigners. Foreigners, gotcha. California State University East Bay fired a math teacher after six weeks on the job because she inserted the word nonviolently, nonviolently mm-hmm. in her state required oath of allegiance form. So when they said, mm-hmm. I will protect and defend the Constitution of the United States, she inserted the word nonviolently. So she, and they, she got fired. Of course she had to be fired at that yeah. point. What, I mean, what is that? She's a Quaker. She's a Quaker. What's they, that about? they expected her, I suppose, to start Jeez. shooting people. If when somebody uh, I attacked the Constitution. I, I got in, yeah. yeah. Uh, hardline conservative pastor John Hagee. Would it be Hagee or Hagee? I've heard Hagee, but Hagee will work. Hagee. I'm going to call him Hagee from Hagee. now on. Hagee. Founder of Christians United for Israel. Endorsed John McCain. Hagee said that McCain is a man of principle who does stand, who does stand boldly on both, who does not. That's right. He doesn't stand. This is stupid. The, the way, way you, you put say this. it, yeah, yeah. This is a quote. You don't a not quote. stand boldly. Yeah. He said, does not stand boldly on both sides of any issue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyway. He's an idiot. That's why he said it that way. McCain been courting the vote for over a year. He was very honored by the endorsement. Turns out, though, as we all know, yeah. I mean, it's not a turnout. All you it's, have to do is turn on TBN any, like 18 hours a day, this Hagee's on. Yeah. He said that the Catholic Church is the great whore. The Antichrist, right, and a false a false cult system, right, as opposed to all the true cult systems exactly, out there, which I I, I subscribe to. All I do too. False. He's also declared that, and this is a quote: "The United States must join Israel in a preemptive military strike against Iran to fulfill God's plan for both Israel and the West." A biblically prophesized end time confrontation with Iran, which will lead to the rapture, tribulation, and the second coming of Christ. I guess uh, John McCain thinks that's pretty cool. He was. Did you see? He was. He was sharing a podium with him yesterday. Yeah. Uh, by the way, there was one other one that I this is unconfirmed, but th- th- I heard it a number of times yesterday from different places that he also looks at Jews mm-hmm. who have not seen the light and 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 uh, accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior mm-hmm. as kindling <laughs> in the in the in the uh, in the end times. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's vote, the kind of guy. Vote tribulation. So, so vote we're gonna, McCain. So this is there's Russert and all these idiots beating up on Barack Obama about Farrakhan. Yeah. All right. I mean, I want to see them go after. This uh, is a McCain. real endorsement. Yeah. This is Farrakhan. He has nothing to do. Farrakhan endorsed me. Oh, that's fantastic. If he says nice things about me, that's great. Yeah. I didn't st- share a podium with this guy. There's McCain. By the way, with the other senator from Texas, Crowen, that guy's a pig. The two of them are standing there with Hagee, and this is a guy that says the Jews are kindling in the apocalypse. All right. Sam Zell, the billionaire investor who recently purchased Tribune Company, the parent firm of Los Angeles Times, then Chicago Tribune described the economy as solid. <laughs> of course he but, did. But he said, why do people think, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, all this, he blamed the Democrats for any problem with the economy. Yeah. He said that uh, yeah, of course. Clinton and Obama yeah. have been talking about it being bad, and so that's why it's bad. So, it so, really is so, solid. Yeah, so consumer confidence goes down because... So boycott the LA Times. <laughs> uh, unsubscribe if you to subscribe. Yeah. Sam Zell. Sam Zell. And finally... Mm-hmm. In research that built on previous effort in which scientists stopped light in its tracks, 
and may mark a significant step toward new quantum information and telecommunication technologies. Mm-hmm. Are you with me so far? Mom? I'm so far, I'm with yeah. you. Two teams of physicists, one in Calgary and the other in Tokyo, successfully stored nothing within a gas in the form of a squeezed vacuum composed of uncertainty. Then they retrieved the nothing. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.